But wait a minute, young lady. How did you get into this picture? You see, we're trying to prove a point about nature and beauty, and you're not exactly helping, you know. Did you know that one in four teachers are prohibited from teaching about contraceptives? I'm B, and this is my cousin Louise, and in a world full of bad information about women's health, you'll get nothing but the raw truth from our personal, shocking, and sometimes outrageous experiences. Only here on The Queen Bee. Today on The Queen Bee, we will be sharing our personal experience with sexual education in the public school system. So, strap on your backpacks. We're going to middle school. Imagine you are sitting in an eighth grade classroom. You're supposed to be learning about sexual education, right? Supposedly. Supposedly, that's what this whole class is about. You know, they take a day. Some, I think some schools take more than a day. Maybe a week. I don't know. I think it was probably about maybe two or three days. Yeah. So, like, I, I just remember one day, honestly, for mine. So, imagine you're sitting in this eighth grade classroom and, you know... You're talking about sex. And then the educator takes a random girl from the class, Mm -hmm. brings her up in front of everybody, and then proceeds to duct tape her arm to various boys' arms in the class. Duct taped together, that signifying sexual intercourse. Mm -hmm. And the whole point of that lesson was to show us that, oh, see, the first time it sticks really great. You rip it off, next person, it doesn't stick so good. Therefore, it represents relationships and how every time you have intercourse with someone Mm -hmm. um, that you're not that you're not married to, or if it's not the only person you're your like bond to your future potential spouse as they always called it mm-hmm. gets weaker and weaker so they only taught abstinence and and that was how they taught it with the damn duct tape, <laughs> damn <laughs> duct tape. <laughs> the damn duct tape well even talking about that it's like your damaged goods at that point who's gonna want you at that that was the you're image. like the off-brand duct tape you're not gorilla duct tape you're not regular duct tape at this point you might as well be sad scotch tape right like you're not going to stick to anything yeah and the whole point of that was to say you know just wait until marriage and it will stick you will will you will stick that was forever and ever and ever so that was my education with the damn duct tape with the damn duct tape um what was your experience? My experience was somewhat better. Um, definitely lacking, I feel, in information. They always showed, you know, like we actually talked about what the reproductive organs were, and it was definitely pro-abstinence. Um, and I think abstinence does have its place because it is the only 100% preventable way of pregnancy and STDs and things like that, but it's an unrealistic view. Right. You know? Mm -hmm. But what always bugged me about it is whenever they talked about the anatomy of women and girls, it was always, they only showed the front half. So it always was about, you are, these are, 
this is all for making a baby. You're nothing a baby else. machine. You're a baby machine. It's your basically. purpose in life. Exactly. And it talked about nothing else. Nothing else was important, you know, as opposed <clears> to like <throat> when they showed the penis, they said, oh, this is how the guy, you know, this is how he ejaculates and he has all this stuff going on. And mm-hmm. it, it didn't talk about how girls can feel good about their bodies or anything like that. You know, they certainly never talked about what the rest of the female body look like. Right. You know. And I think it's, like, this sort of, like, taboo thing to talk about sometimes, you know. Like, for mine, it was just, like, no. Don't so even, did you even yeah, look huh. at what the body looked like? No. 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 Mm-mm. Did they talk about, like, periods at all? Uh, they did. They said, yeah, you're going to have a period. Don't ever make fun of anybody who has one, which... Well, yes. that's good. Yes, good advice. Yes. Like, don't make fun of a girl who has a period. That's bad. Mm-hmm. Um, they did talk about that. But they never explained what is going on with mm-hmm. your body. Like, they never explained in detail. We never looked at pictures. We never knew okay. what is what. They never, you know, explained, this is, you know, you put the tampon here. You know, I- this is where you insert it. They're, you know, they never went over female anatomy at all. Really? It was abstinence. And then it's like, just don't do it, kids. Wait just till marriage. And then it's, okay, well, yeah. do what? And then it's like, you're talking to your friends. Mm-hmm. And you know that they're going to come up with some wild things. Yep, the uh, sperm up the leg. That's That's always my favorite. I swear one time I thought it was like the Virgin Mary. (laughs) Immaculate conception. Immaculate conception. Yeah. Yeah. It it's insane because I think some of these um like these education systems are supposed to be good for women, for Mm -hmm. young women and girls Mm -hmm. to learn about their bodies, to learn about having safe intercourse. Mm But it's not. It's not like that. It certainly was not even close to that for me. Yeah. A little bit better with you. A little bit, but the most of us still really didn't know. I mean, mm-hmm. I knew probably about five girls who got pregnant, you know, late middle school, early high school. And they didn't really know about, you know, birth control no. or how to protect themselves. No. You know, and... I feel like that was a really big disservice to the community and to women, you know, and this is, this will affect their lives for the rest of their life, you know, yeah. through these decisions. And not to mention, I, I see it more now looking back. I feel like it's a big disservice to kids who are in the LGBTQ community. There's oh. nothing that was not even touched, not touched at <clears throat> all. And it's like, I honestly don't think that they actually want kids to be safe. No, I don't. I don't think they want them to do anything. Mm-hmm. And there is that expectation that if they don't know what it is, then they won't do. They're it. not going to do it. That's we know that that's <clears throat> wrong. But I think if you, you know, if you create this mysterious shroud over mm-hmm. what it is, yeah, it's going to make 
make young people more curious as to what it is rather than if you just take down all of the mystery behind it and say this is exactly what happens Mm -hmm. these are the organs involved this is what happens here there I think if you just take the mystery out of it it's gonna be less intriguing (laughs) for sure well I mean you still want to it's still interesting but I think you know Sometimes I think people, like, it's an awkward thing to discuss. I, I think adults have the hardest time discussing it with kids. Oh, and it, yeah. in the same way you look at the language that parents use with their children, they, they call it, like, your PP or your no-no zone or yes. all of these words. And it's like, why not use the actual scientific word for it? I think I'm on board for that. Yeah. But it's like, why do we not? Why? why not? I think we're afraid of, well, of using it. Well, that's the thing. Mm-hmm. I think that people are afraid of it because it's like, oh, that's a very sexual word. Penis, vagina, right? And you that's don't want true. children to use those words. But I think it's important right. for them to be able to use those words. Because they're learning. And then, then you're, you're not, um, you know, these, these body parts have other functions other than that. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Um, you know, and I think just like, for example, breastfeeding in public. People uh, are, you know, over all other thing. Oh my god. Like people over sexualize that all the time. But it's like these these mm-hmm. body parts have different functions. And I'm sorry, but your breasts are to feed your children. Exactly. Like, yeah, they can be fun. Yeah. We all know that. Like it's a great time. But it's a great time. But, you know, you're a mammal. It is what they are for. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like a lot you of know. people skipped that part of science class. Yeah, we didn't talk about that. Did you guys talk about breasts in your anatomy class? No. See, I can't not. remember if we did because I'm trying to remember a picture or anything and I mm-hmm. can't quite recall. Well, we talked about, like, birthing. We did talk about that. that. I remember my ovaries hurt watching it. Well, that I feel like I was giving birth in class. Watching it. Did, did you Did you see all the girls whenever they're watching the video? And it was just like we didn't watch a video. We were learning about it and watching some videos. And oh, like, you? Oh, my God. Ooh. but it wasn't anything like super graphic. Where like it's coming out of the crown. <laughs> no, oh, it's here. No, like, it's crowning. I can see the hair. Like not nothing dramatic like that. No, but just even the language that's used is we never watched anything. Nothing. We were told like we there was a textbook which it was like okay um interesting and then our health teacher um told us well, it's basically like pushing a bowling ball out of your body. I've heard so many people say that. And then I'm like, wow, I don't want that. Wow. <laughs> I'm like discouraging. Maybe yeah. maybe that was the goal. I don't know. But population yeah. control, perhaps. Maybe. It's not maybe. working, though. Well, where I come from, not, not even concerned with population control. <laughs> like, not even concerned with birth control nothing like the majority of people i would say probably don't Mm -hmm. use birth control but that was not even discussed either like of any form no not even condoms like safe sex nothing was discussed Mm -hmm. like did you guys talk about well we talked about 
condoms, but nobody talked about the different forms of other forms of birth control, like the pills or the patch. Or the, well, I also feel like, you know, it's been a little while since we're in school. Not even that long, though. No. Not, not really that long. How not, many years? Oh, uh, I don't even know. I'm not really good at math. So. Same. But I, yeah. maybe about four, five years even? No, more. It's been more than that. Five. Five? Yeah. Well, I feel like in that time, a lot of things had definitely come out, like the next one on, mm-hmm. you know, the, the insert into your arm and stuff. And I think it's definitely made a lot of leaps, but it also never talks about, <clears throat> you know, all the things that birth control can help you with. And also it doesn't talk about the side effects or the different brands. And I think that would really, really important to also give girls like, hey, there's a lot of options out there. There is just a lack of information for young girls and women mm-hmm. who need it. But I also mm-hmm. think it's a disservice to the potential partners as well, mm-hmm. you know, because they're being even more excluded out of it. You think that we don't know what's going on? <laughs> think about how little they know what's going on. They probably don't know yeah, anything, if as much as we do. Exactly. You know, and I think that that's a disservice because you're creating even more of a gap between the partnership that could be developed. Mm -hmm. Because I think, you know, especially whenever you're in a relationship like that, it's like, you're going to know a lot of stuff. Right. Like, it's it's like a deeper bond. Yeah. And, you know, I think we're just kind of kidding ourselves if we think that women, young women and men are not going to engage in sexual activity mm-hmm. we're kind of just kidding ourselves if we're like well if we don't talk about it it doesn't happen and that's kind of but sometimes that, how I think it is perceived that is so <clears throat> ignorant it is it's so ignorant and it's like knowledge is power if people have the information and the knowledge then mm-hmm. you can prepare them more for life because we act like it's never gonna happen oh I know never and that's the thing it's like right. well you have to wait till marriage well, well, what we, then? Well, well, no, no. It's like if nobody knows what it is, it's like, well, what are we waiting for? Well, that's what I mean. Like, what then? Yeah. Like, you get there and you're like, well, <laughs> um, this is it. But Hi. like, like there was like, I was looking at or what was I reading? Something about like Marie Antoinette. Like, it was like seven years before she conceived her first child with her husband. How mm-hmm. old was she? Like, 14 or something I like that? I so. I think she was like really young. But some historians are like, maybe they just didn't know what to do or he had a problem or something. See, like, I had heard that he had a problem and that mm-hmm. he had to, you know, have mm-hmm. a little medical. I don't think it was anything major. But, no. You know. I don't know. There was like For lots of different there who things. don't know who we're talking about, we're talking about Marie Antoinette. Yeah. The uh, king and queen of France. They were the ones who had their heads famously chopped off. Right. The guillotine or the guillotine. However you say it. Guillotine. guillotine. So cool. We should bring them back. I actually learned that the last time that they had used the guillotine in France was in 1970, I believe. What the hell? That's yeah. My my mom was born in 1970. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Just a little fact for everybody, you know. Yeah. Your dad was born like 
earlier. He was in the 1964, I believe. Yeah, makes sense. I love that, like, brand when it... Mm-hmm. But yeah, like, different historians have said different things. <laughs> well, what if they didn't know what was supposed to happen? Exactly. What if, you know? You know, and sometimes I think... Sometimes I think because we're so disconnected from nature, you know, we would kind of see what's going on in nature because animals don't do it behind closed doors. Right. Animals really don't care. They're kind of just like shameless, which is sort of kind of cool. I think it's something we should strive for, you know. I mean, maybe not in the public parks, but. Right. I don't want to see that in the public parks. (laughs) In the public parks. In the public parks. That's not my cup of tea. Yeah. But, you know. I think we should not be hiding from what is important to know about. They're going to find out. Stop beating around the bush. Why do we want to keep the information? It seems like, and, but it's not even scary information. Well, it seems like though we want to keep it hidden as long as possible. Well, because it might be an awkward conversation. But well, I feel that mm. it would be even more of an awkward conversation for your kid to come up to you and be like, um, hey, I think I'm pregnant or, mm-hmm. you know, like <clears throat> I'm having some problems. I might need to go to the doctor. I'd rather them talk about that, but I feel like that would be more of an awkward conversation right. than to be like, hey, these are some things mm-hmm. that are going that are going to or could happen later on in life. Well, we're not saying, like, don't go to the doctor or don't come talk to somebody if you're Always having issues. Always talk to somebody. Always. Yes. But it's going to be more, you know, more awkward if you haven't had these conversations already. Exactly. But also, if you're not, you know, we are not educating young men and women. Mm-hmm then who is going to educate them? They're going to go out there and find it for themselves and it might not be where you want it to come from. Yes. And think about this. A young woman, for example, might be taking her partner's word for mm-hmm. for what works yes. or what is happening. Mm-hmm. And that could be potentially dangerous. Well, it's like everybody thinks that the pull-out method works. Right, and it doesn't. And it doesn't. It is the most failed attempt of birth control and like see if i'm on the right track can you see like a partner's telling oh. a young girl like 100 percent? Yes. oh yeah like pull out it's i've 100%. done this tons of times i'm good like doesn't happen we got this like it, yeah. the pull out will work and i think that i think that would be detrimental mm-hmm. and i could see it happening because if you're not educated on other forms of birth control mm-hmm you're going to say, okay, well, I trust this person that I am engaging with. Well, not only that, it's like, there's, there's a lot of information and especially like, even I still have a hard time wrapping my head around. It's like, oh, when am I ovulating? When is the egg going? <sighs> I don't when am I fertile? And it's having to track all of this stuff. And that's kind of hard. It's <laughs> so hard. And we were never taught no. how to do it or mm-hmm. how to tell from the signs. Sometimes I think I know. And then other times I'm like, mm, well, same here. Yes. I'm know. like, mm, I think I'm there maybe. But that's the thing. But you don't know. And mm-hmm. going back to the information thing, it's like whenever you don't have the information, you look for other sources. And then usually that's your friends. Right. Who also don't know what's And going they're on. your age too. And let's say you are 
also pretty, you know, let's say you're pretty young mm. and, you know, you, you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> they don't know what them. they're doing. And then they come up with the wildest things. Like, did you ever hear that if you swallow, you'll become pregnant? Yes. I was yes. afraid of that. Yes. If you swallow, <laughs> you will become pregnant. Were you Which, terrified? I was terrified. I was terrified. I was scared for a minute. And then one of my other friends was like, that's dumb. Like, yeah. don't believe that. Also, Google. Google. Google told me no. Google so told that was, me no. That was fine. You know, some people don't even have access to Google. I know. You know, and how are they going to get this information? Hmm? You know, there's the, you can get pregnant with, um, oh, dry humping. Oh, I've never heard that. Someone told me that, yeah. I have never heard that before. Mm -hmm. I have a friend who told me mm -hmm. she was working at one of her jobs, and she, her, this girl was talking to her about her and her partner. They were, you know, um, they were having intercourse, and she said, I don't know, it's not very nice. And she's like, and then this, my friend was like, I think you're doing it wrong. It was up the ass on it. Like had to tell her that I think you're doing it wrong. No. I don't know details per se, but she she didn't really disclose a whole lot, but she said I had to tell her that she's doing it wrong. That's really sad. Yeah. Cuz unfortunately you're going to do it anyway. Exactly. And unfortunately, I feel like it's going to be like it's like that for a lot of women and girls. Right. Cuz no one's wanting to have that conversation. No, no. And how how much better would it be if we sat down with our girls and we talked to them and said, mm -hmm. look, abstinence is 100% the only true and tried method mm -hmm. for preventing pregnancies and STDs. However, here are other options for you to safely engage in these activities. Because if you meet If up, you choose to. Yeah, if you, know, you meet up with a partner that you choose to partake in those activities with, you know, then you need to know these things, mm -hmm. you know, because nobody's got your back more than you. Right. That's the thing. You might trust your partner. Exactly. But their information might also be incorrect. Right. You know. Right. Because the... And it know. may be of no fault of their own. Exactly. You know, we're not saying people are out to get you and all this stuff, but you have you have to find that information for yourself. And that's one of the reasons we're making this podcast is mm -hmm. so that people can have this information and have these open discussions. So that you can be educated on these things and protect yourself. Yeah, because we and can't make... be the only ones who are going through all of this right? in life and being like, oh my God, what is happening? I'm totally going to get pregnant now because of these ridiculous things that you will not get pregnant from. Right. You know, and that's not even the worst thing. Yeah. Which also we don't talk about either. Yeah. Uh, this is definitely... Oh, you know what? I just had a flashback. Oh, you had a flashback. I had a flashback to my class. Um, so, Lady Gaga. Yes. I love her. She's amazing. She's a queen. I love her songs. Love her. Besides that, um... We should try and get her on here. Oh, my oh, God. I would, I would die. <laughs> 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 so, um... Anyway, they took one of her songs and they said, this song is horrible. Um, and one of the lyrics were, was, um, I want your ugly and I want your disease. 
I want your everything as long as it's free. I want your love. Um, I forget what song it's. Poker Face. Poker Face. Yeah. Yeah. Poker Face. They took the lyrics from that song and they said, no, you don't want those things. You don't want those diseases. You don't want diseases. And you don't. Obviously, (laughs) we don't want diseases. You don't. But they were using that to scare us. Well, basically, they were telling you, Lady Gaga is so scary. Which she's not. She's She's scary. Sex is scary. Everything is scary. Well, yeah. And it's like, you're already instilling this fear into people about it. Right. And it's like, well, okay. So if you're, if they do choose to do the abstinence only, and then they do get married, well, then they're going to have this super unhealthy relationship with it. In what way do you think? I think it's going to cause fear. Well, I think it already does. Initially. But I think it's going to be fear in a different way. It's going to be like, oh, it's going to hurt. Oh, I'm going to get diseases. Oh, I'm going to do all this, you know, all this stuff Mm -hmm. is going to happen, you know. Or maybe the fear of not being good enough in bed, maybe. Maybe that can be a thing. I don't know. I feel like, though, that affects people all over the board, no matter if it's, you know, abstinence only or if you Mm. choose to go into it. I feel like that's there's definitely that fear that goes into it, but, you know, that, that ties in from, like, porn and commercials and movies and all kinds of right. stuff because it's like you're imagining it's supposed to be this away and right? i think it rarely ever is rarely you know what i tell people mm. it's like sex is like this kind of strange dance mm. sometimes you step on each other's toes sometimes it doesn't work out sometimes it's really really fun right mm. mm-hmm. like usually it's pretty fun exactly you know and then sometimes it's like Sometimes there's like weird noises and just right. <laughs> weird things that go on. Right. It's like sometimes like a, it's a messy part of life. Exactly. And, you it know, it's a thing. No one ever talks about that. No. No one ever is like, oh, it's going to be so fabulous like in the movies. You know like, what? <laughs> Whenever they were talking about abstinence, they mm-hmm. were like, on your wedding night, it will be beautiful. <laughs> it mm-hmm. will be beautiful. Magical. And magical. And then you can say that this is the only person that you've ever been with and it will be a wonderful moment. Maybe for some people, that is true. But I doubt it goes that way because you will have no idea what's going on. Because you have these expectations yes. in your mind. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know what's really happening, if you're mm-hmm. not educated, who's to say what those expectations are? Mm-hmm. Who's to say what is going to happen? You know, exactly. And then also, I feel like by not having these discussions, it makes it harder for partners to discuss oh, what yeah. they think, like what's going through their heads and what they think it's going to be like and all that stuff. And it's like, open up that conversation. Oh, yeah. You have to have that conversation with your partner. Exactly. For sure. You know, like we were talking about before, the whole sexual education, everybody's kind of, it's almost like cubicles, right? Mm-hmm. Imagine those cubicles. Everybody's in their cubicles separated, and you're just hearing whispers about what it's like over the office. Oh. But everybody's getting different tidbits. So of you're getting different tidbits that you're grasping for, exactly. that you are maybe not even getting the whole sentence of what somebody is saying. Exactly. I totally see what you're saying. You know, and that's really bad. That's kind of what it is right now. Mm-hmm. And then maybe let's go with this office theme. Maybe you're all in your cubicles and then you have like a giant office meeting, but mm-hmm. it's super vague. 
It's super vague. So there are still lots of questions. Super vague. And everybody has those little bits of information that they had gotten while they were at work. And that's going to give you context. Mm -hmm. That's going to give you a different context than than the the next person. person. Exactly. So the information is all going to be potentially different, very different. Exactly. And on like a year's goal, the information that was given to you is definitely a lot different than mine. Not too much, but you know, at least we saw a picture. (laughs) Right. You guys at least saw a picture, you know, and I am curious, you know, like, cause you know, you, we both went to public school, but Mm -hmm. yours is definitely a lot more out in the rural. Yeah. It's rural. Rural. (laughs) Rural. (laughs) However you say that. Yeah. It's in the country. It's in the country folks. But why is it that that would be such a hold there? You know, I think the area is just vastly conservative. But don't you think that as a public government school, mm-hmm. it they should be all uniform throughout the states, county, states, country, to be able to provide mm-hmm. the same factual information? Because I'll tell you what, guys, a lot of these states are not giving out factual information. No. Yeah. Wasn't it like the states that teach only abstinence have the, the highest, highest percentage of teen, teen pregnancy. pregnancies. Exactly. Because guess what? You're, they're still going to do it. Exactly. They're just not going to do it safely. Yep. They're going to do it unsafely mm-hmm. um, at risk of pregnancy and STDs. Exactly. Because they do not have the information that they need to protect sure. themselves. Yeah. It's a crazy life we're living right now. I feel like we have been living it, though. I don't think that the information... Well, that's a lie. The fact that it is even remotely talked about in schools is definitely a... It's a step up. It's a step up. It needs to be proper factual information across the board. I totally agree with that. All, you know, we're coming at you from the United States, like all 50 states Yeah, have they should be the exact same Mm -hmm. factual education and it needs to be detailed and you need to teach both. You need to teach safe sex and abstinence, Mm -hmm. teach both and then allow these young people to choose because they will anyway. Exactly. I had had through my travels, I had stayed in Germany and France and all of these things. And I talked to the women and I talked to people because I'm like, you know, coming from a small town in Ohio and everybody's, you know, the information is lacking. And I always ask people, oh, well, I'm really shocked that everybody's, you know, what the craziest thing to me about your, this blew my mind is like high school Uh students, middle school students, guys and girls can like sleep over at each other's houses in their rooms. Parents don't give a crap. Yes. They can just like sleep over oh, yes. that would not have flown no never it would never fly here never yeah like, like i don't even think the most liberal of homes no, no. because because the other parents are going to be like whispering about you exactly and, like, and then they think you're going to run some sort of child brothel <laughs> at your house right you know but they're going to be like did you see brenda's child oh my goodness oh my goodness Stacy's son slept over there. Yeah. That's going to be like, you're going to be the target of would be. But over in Europe, it's totally fine. They say, they say children need to have this information. Boys and girls shouldn't be scared of each other. 
right. and all this stuff. And it's like they don't have like that whole like cootie thing or whatever. Oh, Lord, I remember that. Cooties were dumb. That's so stupid. Yeah. And why do we even, why, why do we create this fear? Because I think it goes back to fear. Yeah. It's, well, there's already trying to like separate. Well, if you listen to the, you know, discussions that parents have with the younger kids, it's like, oh, girls are gross. They have cooties or boys, boys are, are dirty. dirty yeah. Gross. And it's like, okay, so we're already giving them this like negative connotation about them. And I think that's really wrong. It's already dividing them Precisely. even farther away from each other. But I'm telling you what, like in Europe, when I saw that, oh my God, I was like, what is happening? They even had condoms in little like gumball machine. Things. No. Yeah, you like put your your euros in there and then you get a condom. How many euros for like one? I Do you know? For, I'm just curious. I, I forget. Yeah. I forget. <clears throat> but I was just like, wow. It this is, is that's wild. That's a whole nother world. Whole other world. Yeah. I was like, I... I'm blown away right now. What in the world? Blown away. So I take it that their education is phenomenal over there. See, I don't even know about that. But what mm. I saw is that parents were having discussions. Well, at least the parents were having it. Yes. You know, and I've talked to parents who are like, well, this is stuff that needs to be taught at home. And I'll tell you what, a lot of parents are not talking to their kids. They're not going to. They're not going to talk to them. So where are they going to get this information from? Now, did yours talk? Kind Kind of okay. The most talk I ever had was when I got my period. Mm-hmm. That was the most. But the whole talk was like I told my mom, I was like, "Oh, I got my period," and I was like already freaking out at that point. Yeah, I was like hiding it. I was like, I hid it for like half the day. Same. I hid it, I hid huh. it for like half the day. I, and I did like the same stuffed thing. Stuffed my toilet paper in my underwear, and I was like walking around the house, and I felt like I was just. I was well, scared. Same. Same. I was like, why did I hide it? But I did too. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, I gotta tell somebody. So then I finally told my mom, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, um, I, there's like blood. Like I, I didn't <laughs> even like find the words for what was happening to uh-huh. me. And, and then she was like, oh, okay. Mm. <laughs> and, you know, you could see it. She was like, oh, <laughs> So then she talked to me and she was like, you know, now this means that you're becoming a woman and you can have babies. And she said, she's like, so don't touch boys. <laughs> so don't touch them. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and I was just, I said it basically. So mine, that was it. Mine was like, I'm bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, um, I went to my mom and I said, um, yeah, so trying to be all grown I'm, I'm, I'm bleeding. And she goes, Oh, okay. And she had told me actually a couple months before. She was like, you know, you're at an age where you're gonna bleed. Oh, you know, I think I actually did have something like that because I remember mm-hmm. like my boobs were starting to come in. Yeah. And they were like really painful. It actually happened at your house. Oh my gosh. Because <laughs> I remember it felt like I had gotten stung by two bees on my nipples. Oh my god. And they were like hurting so much. And I was like, oh my God. And I was telling my mom about it. And she was like, Well, some stuff's about to go down. Some <laughs> shit is about <laughs> yeah. to happen. She was basically like, you know, you're probably gonna get your period and you're gonna get hair in all kinds of places. That's kind of what it was, but it was never like, this is why this is happening. Yeah, never got this any is, of that. This is why you're bleeding. Yeah, never got any of that. I was just like, I bleed. 
I bleed. I was like one of the first girls in my class. Oh, really? To have it happen to me. Mm -hmm. So other girls were coming to me and they were like, they were like, what is going well, on? Well, now you're a celebrity. <clears throat> now you have to give them the information. Right. I was basically like autographs yeah. all around. You're the woman of the class. Oh, I'm the woman. You know, but even then it's like. Well, it was like they had questions and this was after one of the educational like programs that they had come in and talk about like periods and things like that mm -hmm. they still said well can you you know we were talking about going swimming and i was not using tampons at this time like mm -hmm. early on in my journey your journey we're journey. still on that journey still yes <laughs> always probably until 50 yeah even later yeah so my friends were like, we were, I was using pads and I was like, well, I can't go swimming. Yeah. There's no way. It's your flotation device. Right. If you hop in and it'll boom. Yeah. Not good. So they, they would ask me, well, can't you just hold it? Like you hold your pee. No. And way. I was yes, yes, yes. It was like, it's not the same hole. And I was like, no, I, I can't hold it. And but then, then like, it makes you think, well, then I, you? I was like, wait, wait, can I? And I'm like. No. no, no, we've seen. <laughs> like, there is no way. Yeah, I am just this vast, you know, vast misinformation vast that's information. out there. It's like, what on earth? It's also like the same thing. This always bugged me the most. It's like a lot of the girls. I mean, women definitely do hit pu puberty before boys do. Mm, you know, for and sure. Like I remember, like whenever you get it, it's like, who knows. Oh What's, yeah, you know you're looking around. It's like oh my god, somebody knows, and then you have to like hide your stuff. And I remember, oh, like, I did totally you ever get? Like, did. did you ever get like a little? I call it like a coin purse, but it's not like a coin yes. purse, and you can like put your products in it so, so that, that nobody can see it. Yes, but then people already know because then it's like, well, then you have to take it to the bathroom, and it's like, hmm, why? Yeah, and it's yeah. like, well, maybe I should start carrying like a bag to my classes, but then that leads to more things. Exactly. Yeah. There's just a huge stigma or I think a perceived stigma. Mm -hmm. What would happen if we just like whipped it out and we was like, here it is. Let's go. Well, I remember I had, I wanted to punch my cousin in the face. Um, really? Yeah. So we were in the pool and my family was all there and my cousins kept going. They're like, come on, come on, get in the pool. And I was like, not today guys, you know? And they're like, oh, why are you being such a downer? Get in the pool, doing all this stuff. And I was like, guys, I don't want to get in the pool right now. Mm -hmm. And then they kept like splashing me and all this kind of stuff. Right. And then I, I got up and I was like so mad. I like wanted to swim. It's not like I was like, oh, I don't want to swim because I don't want to be with you guys. It's like, I want to swim. I want to do all of these things. But it's like, oh, yeah. well, I can't. So then I sat with my other girl cousins and they're like, they were older and they're like, it's okay. We can't swim either. Aww. You know? And it's like, yeah, you have a little bit of solidarity, but it's like, there's this disconnect. Right. Every time. And like, like, they don't know. And you feel you, like you, you feel like you them. can't tell them. You feel like you can't tell them mm. what's going on. And that's wrong. Why? Why is it that way? I, I don't know. Well, I swear. Well, in cultures all over the world, it's seen as dirty and filthy. And, well, and it's also, you know, I think it goes back to that religious statement. A lot of, I've heard a lot of religious people say it's like, you know, painful childbirth and all this stuff, like a woman's body. It's punishing her because of Eve's sins, right? Yeah. And you know right what I off always that, say. We're already being, you know, labeled as evil and the punisher of man. Like man couldn't do anything. And it's like, dude, 
He could have said no. Exactly. He didn't have to eat the freaking apple. You know what I always like to to say? I, I am, like, a Christian. Mm-hmm. But I, I always joke around, like, oh, at least Eve went out on a limb. Adam <laughs> just followed her. Oh, my God, yeah. Like, I always joke about that. I don't see it as, you know, it was the fall of both of them. They both had free will at that point. Right. So you could make mm-hmm. that decision. They both made the decision, mm-hmm. each of them made the decision and both of them fell it's called the fall of man which i'm i'm sure is supposed to be like humans like the fall of humans like mankind the fall of mankind in christian religions but have you noticed it's definitely like centered towards eve and all this stuff and i've heard like oh it's her punishment childbirth will be painful and I think it might say something about that. You will bear children and it'll be painful or something. I think it was also something that's about Adam where he has to toil in the soil. Yeah. Like and it is. It's going to be a lot of hard work for you It's going to be rough now. You're not in the garden anymore. You got to till that saloon. Right. Grab that hoe. Got to do all this stuff. Grab that hoe. Grab that hoe. Grab that hoe. Which one? <laughs> <laughs> Which one? <laughs> that one over there. Mm, that uh, one. That sexy looking hoe over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's just an interesting perception that we still kind of carry from that, I think. For sure. It, it's like ooh, women are. Ooh, ooh, not a body, and it does things, mm. you know. But also, I wonder, like, do men have things that they can't talk to us about? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm all, I only have like the women's perspective, exactly. You know, but, but mm. then again, it's like that disconnect from each other. All right, we should be able to talk to each other about like what's going on with our bodies, exactly, and especially like in a partnership. And I think what we can do, what we we can only like get information out there about our bodies and women's bodies exactly. and, and what's going on and what, how to be safe, what's happening, mm-hmm. um, how to protect yourself. You know, the morning after pill, I didn't even know it was a thing. Yeah. Um, that I had to discover off of the internet. I don't even know how I found, ah, I found out the first time I heard about it was on the, the tele, the t- it's, is it on TLC? Like that show, I didn't know I was pregnant. Oh, yeah, She yeah. had taken the morning after pill, and I was thinking, like, what is that? What is that? And I was like, and then they kind of explained what it was a little bit, like, oh, if you take it, then, mm-hmm. like, it prevents pregnancy. And I was like, oh, handy. Kind of kept that in the back of my mind. Yeah, but then it doesn't tell you, well, where can you find it? And where can you find it? And there's what a couple different is. brands. Yeah. They never talked about it in the house. And they all kind of do the same thing from what I've read. Um, yeah. There's like two different or a couple different ways that they there's, they actually prevent pregnancy. I think there's one that's called Plan B. Yeah, there's Plan B, and then there is um, it's kind of like an off brand of it. Then there's another though. one that's cheap. I have used the cheaper off brand. See, I've only used the cheaper one once, and I was scared about it because I was like, oh. You know, the more expensive one is going to work. It's going to be so much better. I know. I had that thought. I was like, hmm, maybe I should spend more money. Yeah. But no. Unless cheaper. Isn't it like only like $10 cheaper or whatever? It is only $10 cheaper, but that's $10 for, I don't know. Gas. The Impossible Burger. Something. Gas. Yes. <laughs> whatever you, you know, want. And everybody's in different financial. Vegan corn dogs. Where are you getting that? At Walmart. 
Yeah, okay. they're amazing. <laughs> oh, okay. They're okay. the best things on the planet. Okay. But, you know, and it is the same drug that's used in both of them. Mm-hmm. I forget what it's actually called, um, but the drug that is used in both of them is the same, and it prevents pregnancy two different ways. It either, like... Doesn't one of them stop the egg from being released? One of them stops the egg from being released, and then the other one makes it harder for the sperm to travel, from what I gather, Mm -hmm. or for the egg to travel. It kind of makes it harder for them to reach each other. It kind of creates this, like, um, thick substance that it has to travel Doesn't it become, like, a little bit more, like, a mucusy kind of thing? Yes, that's what it is. Like, it has to... It it makes the um, journey for the sperm a lot harder. Let us know, guys, if you ever want us to make an episode about, you know, different contraceptive methods and, you know, birth controls, different brands, how they work and anything like that. Mm -hmm. Because I definitely think that would be a good episode to do. Yeah, I think that would be super great because I had no idea and I had to do, like, research this, this stuff myself. For sure. And, like, you know, if you're ovulating, it doesn't work. Yeah. Plan B. It doesn't work if you're ovulating. These are great things to know, guys. Supposedly does not work. Supposedly. So that is assumed, A, that you know when When you're you're ovulating. ovulating. You know how to tell that, which I have the hardest time still. I have a tracker on my phone, and sometimes I'm still like, same. am I? I don't know. I know. Supposedly I am right now. Right. And I'm like, I think... Right. I don't know. It has flowers on it. Exactly. It's supposed to mean it, but does it actually mean it? I don't know. You know, it, it, who knows? Like, it's so crazy. For sure. And that's, again, information that is not reaching women yeah. at an early age so that they can be educated. This is legit. Half the population of the world that right. is being underserved wow. in information about themselves. How long has that been happening? <laughs> Forever. Forever, guys. It's called the patriarchy. Patriarchy. <laughs> uh, that's how they, that's how women have been controlled. For sure. That's how. Um, I'll think about this. If you give women control over their bodies and then that way they can make decisions to be like, well, I want to go to work. I want to nice. do the same. I want to continue a career. Or maybe they want to have kids and they can be more successful in having children. Right. Any of these things. They can help you in so many ways. Exactly. And guys, this is not just single women. No. This is married women as well. Mm-hmm. Maybe you've had like six children and you're like, too many monkeys. Too like, many monkeys I, in this tree. Like too many monkeys jumping on the bed. Not like, even six. You could have one kid and you're like, Done. You know, Done. you have too many children and you're like, this is enough for me financially, mm-hmm. maybe, yeah. um, emotionally, yeah. everything. Like it might be just whatever not, your reason is, Right, that's up to you, but you need to be able to have the information to, to make that informed decision. Exactly. Make those informed decisions because a lot of women don't know what their options are. Right. And that's like the whole purpose mm-hmm. of, of making these podcasts is to get information out there yeah we're trying to get information out to you guys and let you know you're not alone in this journey you know we're here if you guys ever have questions or want to ask us you know personal things or need advice you know just email us and right we'll get to you because we We were you know we were not served well by the education system that is in place 
yeah. right now. You know, and we're trying to change that. That's the whole reason mm-hmm. why we made this. Yeah. Right. We're here to serve you better so that you can protect yourselves and make informed decisions for yourself. That's it for this episode of The Queen Bee. And if you loved our talk, maybe hit that subscribe button. Or if you've got a burning question, we'd love to hear from you at thequeenbeepodcast at gmail.com. See you next time.